Put the fucking mic on. Mic is on. from the Minnesota Twins, and you're listening to the End of the Bench Podcast. Welcome to episode 49. We are in the Celtic Cabana. I got Liam to my left. On the pod, we got tons of news. Oh, We're yeah. talking all-star team, starters, reserves, pitching staffs, who got snubbed, who should have made it. I'll give you my take about why Major League Baseball should have only all-stars in the All-Star game, not just an All-Star for every team because it's fair. Because I think it's BS. We're talking the unfortunate news about Tyler Skaggs passing away at the age of 27. But let's get into some serious news about the NBA free agency. Is what was kicked off around 6 o'clock Eastern time, 7 o'clock Eastern time on Sunday. We're recording Monday in the Celtic Cabana. We're going to go through winners and losers, and we're going to talk about Nets and Knicks. Let's talk about the Nets real quick. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, DeAndre Jordan, and yes, we have on our list Garrett Temple, but he doesn't really matter. No, not when you're talking about KD and Kyrie Irving. Honestly, DeAndre Jordan doesn't even matter at that point. When you, when you saw the, the tweet by Woj, when I saw it, I was blown away. I didn't think this was real. Neither did I, Taylor. Because we we have, we've talked about this that the, the the Durant and Kyrie Irving saga this since the finals ended it was more of who's going to go first and are they both going to go together? Exactly. I think we had a conversation that we both had the same idea that Kyrie was going to the Nets. Yeah. I didn't think Durant was going to the Nets. I didn't think he was going at all. No shot. I didn't. I think he was moving from the Bay Area. To be honest, what I've been told and watched on TV and listened to Woj that it was it was Kyrie goes, Durant goes. It was a team package, basically, where one of them went somewhere, the other one would follow. So that clip that surfaced all around the internet of them two at the All-Star game talking, and you saw Kyrie putting up two, two, yep. two fingers. They, they were probably actually talking about the two max contracts that the Nets and the Knicks were going to open up. Durant, four years, 164. And Kyrie Irving, four years, 142. And DeAndre Jordan, four years, 40. They absolutely shocked the basketball world by getting those three guys. Now you got those three guys in your lineup with a, with an unbelievable young talent. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, you know the Nets pretty well. You, you've hung around the, the, the G League team, but you, you've actually hung around some of these guys that are on the NBA roster. Definitely, yep. With Karis LeVert. Karis LeVert, Prince. I mean, Donna Musa, Rodion Karuks. Uh, yeah, you know, all those guys. They have a ridiculous amount of talent. Definitely. Let's talk about the Knicks. Actually, do you, before we get into the, the, the Knicks, the Nets having these three guys in their roster, are they the favorites in the East if Kawhi stays? I don't think this year, but I think next year. One ah maybe honestly maybe not even maybe I'm thinking the third year on KD and Kyrie's deals. I think second year they are the absolute favorite of the East. I think I th- KD coming 
of the season back from injury. Yes. I mean, if he comes back in the beginning of the season, yeah. then maybe because you know he can like work his way up to it by playoffs. They'll get, they'll get going. But I don't think this team will be a a top three team in the East next year, a top four team in the East next year. I can see them being a five or six. Because you, if you, in a, in a real sense, look, you swapped DeAndre Russell for Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is a top ten player. Yeah, right, definitely, one hundred percent. Now, DeAndre Russell had a fantastic season. Played out of his mind. I, honestly, I think he's the reason that these guys went there because he he created that whole culture. Absolutely. I think breaking news. I think Josh Bell just hit his third home run of the game. The uh, Pirates are absolutely smacking the Cubs. Yeah, back to basketball. But I really think that this was there really wasn't much of a change because next year it's just Kyrie Irving and you have DeAndre Jordan who's kind of on the decline of his career. Still a good player, but definitely on the decline. Definitely. I mean, he's not you know all pro DeAndre Jordan like he was, and especially I mean, if you get someone for four years, forty mil, that's ten mil a year. That's really not too much money in basketball. But I mean, that makes sense. It's not like you know they gave him a four year, eighty million dollar contract or something like that. But I think the biggest thing with him coming in, obviously, the Nets already have a starting center in Jared Allen. When DeAndre Jordan came to the Knicks, even it was only for twenty games last season. There's just the difference you saw in. Mitchell Robinson, who was their rookie second-round pick last year, he improved so much just by having DeAndre Jordan there and mentoring him, teaching him probably even small things that really make a big difference in his game. So I think having DeAndre here, he has a four-year contract. Obviously, he's going to start over Jared Allen right away, but I think... When the net, once you know Katie's back next season, especially in two seasons, the third season of Katie and Kyrie's contracts, you're gonna have Jared Allen being the starter because he's gonna have those one two years under DeAndre Jordan, really learning, mm-hmm. and he, I think they're gonna explode. Do you think playing at the Barclays Center is like a hot commodity? Like I think pl- I think watching games on TV it looks terrible. It looks terrible. I've seen probably. Three Nets games there. I've been a part of G League games there. And, like, when when it's packed, the crowd gets rocking. And I guess it's, a, it's obviously a weird shape. You know how they go right. back and forth between basketball and hockey. But it's definitely one of those buildings. It gets loud. I Watching Durant playing at the Oracle Arena, there's something about playing there. Definitely. Like watching it, yeah. it looks watching on TV. It looks like it's a bigger crowd than it actually is. Barkley, the games at the Barkley Center, I just can't get excited watching TV, and let alone maybe going to the game. I, I don't know. I, I mean, you have more experience at the Barkley games. I, I mean, I've only been there for hockey. I've never been there for basketball yet. For the Barclays, if I'm not sitting in the 200 or lower, I'm honestly not going. The 300 is just so high pitched. Yeah, that it's like. Like you said, I, I would, I'd be better off sitting on my couch watching on the TV. But, but still, I think it's... I mean, honestly, you put me... There's no 400s. You put me in the 400s, I'm going to go because Katie and Kyrie are going to be there. So 2020 is going to be the year for the Nets. This is a unbelievable move by the front office. And I think the oh. Rock Nation has to do something big with this. Rock Nation getting involved with Kyrie is huge. And Jay Z, I feel like wants to crawl back and try getting that minority ownership back because I don't think he Definitely. has. It they have a new owner coming in, That's or right. well, I guess um not a new owner, but the Russians are selling. Right, I believe there's a Chinese businessman coming in, and he's going to hold the majority. Nets are in, are in the driver's seat. Definitely. Well, I'll get to a, a Nets question in a second. Let's go to the Knicks. 
Knicks fucked up. How do they have all this money and not get either Butler or Durant or Kyrie, Tobias Harris, Kawhi is still out there? I think we have differing opinions on this, but you go first. Okay, so they signed Julius Randle, Taj Gibson, Bobby Portis, not good friends with your boy. Oh, the Cole Miritich? Yeah, your boy. No, no, no. They signed Reggie fucking Bullock. <laughs> I like that. Wayne Ellington and the worst hairdo on the planet, Alfred Payton. The highest contract was, of course, Julius Randle's three years, $63 million. I kind of like that move. I do not mind that whatsoever. I don't $21 mind million dollars for a guy who's going to get you 28 and four game? Deal. Fine. The Bob Portis, the Reggie Bullock, the Wayne Ellington, Alfred Payton, even the, the Taj Gibson. You out on these? I don't. They're not exciting. I, You're near the Knicks of the. That's why I love it, Taylor. Go. I, I think uh, before you get into how much you love this, which I don't understand, <laughs> you have a a young roster with like uh, your young roster is built around now R.J. Barrett, Mitchell Robinson, and Kevin Knox. Kevin Knox still can't drink alcohol. That's how young he is. Right sure. he's now, he's going to his second year playing in the NBA. I am shocked that James Dolan didn't even make an, a valiant effort to go out and get these big-name free agents. I know the front office is the ones that are actually doing it, but James Dolan is the, the, he is the figurehead. He is the guy that's, in, that's representing the Knicks. He has a huge, huge stake in getting these free agents to come here. In the, in the long run of things, he's driving the ship. Absolutely. The fact that the rumor going around, it's, I, don't think, I think it's not even a rumor anymore. I think it's I'm fact. Sure it's confirmed if we're talking about the same thing. That they didn't want to offer Kevin Durant a max deal. How do you not do that? The Nets offered him a 40-year deal. Look, that's basically three. The, it was the fourth He's year. He's redshirt for a year? And yes, three years, that's what right? it is. It's a safety blanket for him. Why can't the Knicks offer him a four-year deal? Why? Tell me that. The James Dolan, this was the, the best free agent class probably ever. 2021 is a huge free agent class with Giannis and DeMar DeRozan. Nowhere near this, though. No, but nowhere near this, though. You have Hall of Famers in this draft, in this free agent class. Julius Randle next year would be a top 10 signing. Not even a question. Right, but that's, he's not, I didn't even know he's a free agent. I knew he was a free agent when, when he went unrestricted after yeah, they got signed. Yeah, But... The fact of the matter is that this was the time to shine, and they f- did not live up to their expectation of what they've tanked and tanked and traded away and tanked and just said, look, Fisdale, I want you to lose. I want all the young kids to play. We're going to get good Zion. We're going to get Durant, and we're going to get Kyrie, and we're going to win championships for the next five or six years. And they struck out with all three. R.J. Barrett's a great player. He's not Zion, though. Julius Randle is not Kevin Durant. Definitely not. All right. And and Alfred Payton is not Kyrie Irving. Oh, God, no. God, no. Okay. So what the fuck? Tell me me your side now. This is why I like this. Besides Randle, the other five guys they signed, all two-year deals. Team-friendly deals money-wise. 
And I'm pretty sure all five of them, if not all five, four of them, have team options for the second year. So, like, I was I was completely on the boat. I I not all right. Taj Julius Randle, I like that signing, worth the money. Taj Gibson, worth the money. Ten million a year for him, sign me up. Once they started going after Bobby Portis, Reggie Bullock, skin like all right. I mean, we're like, what are you gonna do? The big names got signed, but what I think is the reason that's making me like this is the Knicks are at least showing you, hey, we're not locking up Reggie Bullock and Wayne Ellington and Alfred Payton for four or five-year deals. We're giving them technically a one-year deal, and the next year we can decide if we're keeping them or we're scrapping them. So that at least shows like they're focused on the young talent enough to where if someone blows up this year and earns a starting spot, they're not stuck paying a lot of money to someone else who you know would be technically taking up a starting salary. So that's why I like this. Also, just going back, way back to the KP trade, he wasn't staying regardless. He wasn't happy here. So, yeah, they kind of struck out on not exactly how they hoped the tank would plan out, where the picks would land, that whole thing. But, I mean, you got R.J. Barrett. I'm honestly, at this point, hoping he just turns out to be a better player than Zion. Hoping he's a scorer. Yeah, like Zion can hop, he can dunk. You know, what's your starting lineup right now with that team? Oh boy. Okay, so m- see, but my my starting lineup's not going to be the actual starting lineup because what is Liam Murphy's starting lineup? Ideal starting lineup for next year with the team you got now and the free agents you just signed. Because the fact of the matter is, is that you, you this team is definitely a lot better than last year, without a doubt. Not even a question. Not even a question. But I don't think they they're going to compete for a playoff spot next year it's good they're gonna look they're gonna ta- i mean do you think they're gonna want to tank again i pray to god they tank again but this is gonna be this is my lineup for right now starting Dennis smith jr at the point rg barrett at the two probably kevin knox at the three even though i think he probably shouldn't start i think he should still come off the bench and then Reggie Bullock probably has the backup. You got Julius Randle at the four. Taj Gibson backs him up. And then Mitchell Robinson at the five. So Dennis Smith, R.J. Barrett, Kevin Knox, Julius Randle, Mitchell Robinson. I'm hoping in two years that's still the core because I think that's really good to build around. And then especially if you can get another one or two top five draft picks. I would be happy with. I, I'm honestly, I'm happy with how it's playing out. With my rant about how the the James Dolan didn't go after Durant, here are some of the Knicks' moves. We're kind of similar in money wise. They they went out and opened up the bank and got these big name free agents. Here are some names of the Knicks over the years: Mars Stoudemire, five years, a hundred million. They went out and got him. I'll give that a W. I'll give that a win because they made the playoffs. Joe Kim Noah, four years, seventy-two million. Bro, they're going to stretch him this year. Joe Kim Noah, they went out and got him for seventy-two million. They're still paying him. I know, dude. And they're going to use their stretch provision on him this year because gets worse. They're stuck with him. Eddie Curry, five oh. years, sixty million. Jerome James, five years, thirty yeah. million. Yeah. Allen Houston. Who wasn't that bad, but they they built yeah, they overpaid six years a hundred million. Yeah. Oh, forgot. Also traded for um your boy oh, Bariani. Don't even start with that, Taylor. But an injured Kevin Durant 
was where they draw the line. <laughs> so that I'll never understand. That's the Knicks. What are you going to do? Okay, so you're a Knicks fan. Yeah. You also have worked for the Nets organization before. Correct. Are the Nets the new New York team? Do they run New York? Yes and no. Are they the New York Brooklyn Nets? No. Are, I think they're always going to be Brooklyn Nets. Are they the little brother still? Or are they, are they they're the still the little brother. There's no change in Really? 100%. I disagree. I think I think I think the Nets are the new team in New York right now. I mean, it's gonna it's obviously gonna be different. The last time I was in Barclays, obviously they didn't have Kyrie, KD, DeAndre Jordan, all these guys. There's a difference walking into Barclays and then walking into the Garden. Like if you're that close to the floor, you can just, it's just like a different aura. I, look, I agree. We had a conversation about how. Why wouldn't you want to play at the Mecca, right? It's got to yeah. be something, right? That's got to be a huge, huge bullet point Definitely. in the many bullet points for you, for James Dolan, that front office, to bring Durant in. But guess what? Yeah. At the end of the day, he doesn't give a shit about that. He gives a shit about one thing. No, a couple things. Winning and having a good relationship. Because guess what? Did you, did you hear the new news about how Durant had a kind of left how he felt like dis- second fiddle behind curry right he wants to be the top dog yeah but guess what bro see, he would have been, been the top dog in new york but guess who's over him that's what guess I'm- who's over him Kyrie? though no james fucking dolan <laughs> you have that ego james dolan can't work with anything he can't make it happen yeah but i'm afraid now if kd's afraid he wants to be the top dog like bro this is going to be you're not playing this season the nets this are the nets are going to be survive. kyrie's team this is going to be Kyrie's team because he's going to be the first guy to step on the court. And even when KD comes back next season, it's still going to be Kyrie's team because he's the playing point. He's yeah. already played a whole season with all these guys. This I, hope, I hope KD doesn't pull that shit. This team's going to fall apart. Do you think this is – I mean, Durant leaves again. Last podcast, I said I hope Kyrie went to the Nets because I don't want the Knicks to have that dysfunction. I'm okay with the Nets having it. If the Look, they're both on four years, right? They're both going to leave at the same yeah. time. Hopefully not, but yeah. So, is, say like Durant doesn't... All right, Durant four years from now doesn't resign. Goes to another team. What what does this do with his legacy by jumping from team to team? Golden State. They went from Thunder, Golden State, and now on to the Nets, now on to a, a fourth team. I mean, look, the guy's a Hall of Famer. He's, he's going to be a top five player all time, top ten player of all time yeah, before, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. before it's all over. But that's got to be some sort of tarnish on his career where it's like... You're jumping around. Look at all the greats. They didn't jump around that much. Jordan, yeah, jumped, Jordan just, was Jordan was on the Bulls and then one like a, a blink of an eye with the Wizards. I think it's just different now. Think about it. Who's the greatest player we've ever seen play? LeBron. LeBron. He's bounced around. This is the decade of pettiness and about 100%. it's player. It's player over team. Not team and like over who's player. the second? KD bouncing around. Who's the third? Kawhi bouncing around. So do you th- this decade of basketball is used to be? Team over player. Now it's players 100%. over team. Definitely, where it's 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 emotional. It's my way or the highway. I'm looking out for my future. Business afterwards. Yes, it's almost yeah. business oh, yeah. over basketball now. With LeBron and Durant has the boardroom shit, and yep. he wants to look. He posted his thing over on uh. <laughs> but Woj got him. Woj got him oh, first. Yeah, yeah. Woj always got to get him first. But one last thing before we start moving on to some of the other teams, I think a big reason both of these guys are really. I guess keyed in on the Nets, which is something I didn't know until I started working for them, and I actually got to like walk around the facility and check it out and understand it. 
their practice court is connected to the Barclays Center through a tunnel. No way. Where? It's like a, uh, they're within like a, less than a mile of each other. So what? Yeah, it's in Brooklyn. You can go there, blah. You go right under, and you're in Barclays you for the a, Knicks. Do you take a subway? No, no, no. It's like a tunnel, like a private tunnel. Whoa, I didn't know that. So they can exactly they can work out there, and then they play games right there. It's very close, easy. Obviously, you don't have to worry about where you're living to match up. You basically you live near the Barclays Center. You got the practice facility and your games right there. No shit. The Knicks practice upstate. Yeah, that's annoying. That's a pain in the ass, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. So I think that's a, I think that's a huge factor that probably isn't really talked about, but definitely plays into it. Who's going to be more hipster, Brooklyn hipster, Durant or Kyrie? See Durant's post, by the way, with I'm in the bike. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck was that about? Honestly, I think Kyrie. He has that free spirit, free mind kind of attitude already. He's always had it, honestly, when he's been yeah. in the league. Um, but I'm kind of excited to see what Katie does. I don't know if he's going to be. I more open and out than he's been in other situations. I hope so, but I guess we'll see. Other teams did some big things. Boston South has got Kemble Walker, four years, 141. It is Cantor, two years, 10 million. Love what they did with Kemble Walker. I think the Celtics are going to be happier. I don't know if they're going to be better. I don't think so. But I think they're going to be happier, which at the end yes. of the day, I don't know if that makes it better. Terry Rogier's gone. He went to Charlotte. Bro, use your two point guards. Right. Kemba, who's, backing up, who's backing up Kemba? I have no idea. Brad Wanamaker. Oh, that's the Villanova kid. Right? No. It's no. The, no. No. He's I'm like th- an NBA vet, been bouncing around his entire career. Uh, why did I? Who am I thinking of? You're thinking of, uh, they, he, did, they did draft Romeo Langford, but he's a two, as well as Carson Edwards. He's also, I guess he could play one, but he's a two. The Villanova kid was the kid with the fade. He had like a good... Uh, Dante DiVincenzo? Yes. I was he, thinking of him. Don't, oh, he's, no, he's on... Uh, he's on like, the Jazz? Bucks, I think. Bucks. Bucks. Pretty sure the Bucks. No, you, you are 100% that is the Bucks. Um, don't know why that matters. I think the best free agent sign besides the Kevin Durant and Kyrie stuff, and I'm, you're probably looking at it right now, it's Al Horford. 100%. When I saw this go through, I was like, damn. Damn. A big fucking team, dude. They lost J.J. Redick. They re-signed Mike Scott, which I liked that off the bench. Definitely did. And yeah. they re-signed a big chunk, five years, $180 million for Tobias Harris, which I thought would be a Nick, but didn't. <laughs> played in New York. Played in Long Island. Um, but Al he wants Horford, to play a little closer. I, I think so. Al Horford, four years, $109 million. I think there's like 92 guaranteed, and the other rest of it is about... Uh, like a championship or just playoff wins? I think it's championship. If, how wow, many cha- okay. So depending on how many championships you get, they get a certain amount of money, the leftover money. But look at that starting lineup. Ben Simmons at the one. Two is who? Ooh, the two would probably be. Oh, I know who the two will be. I mean, they have Jonathan Simmons. And don't they have. They have Zaire Smith, who they drafted last year. Josh Richardson, they just got from the Heat. There you go. That's number two. Completely forgot. Or, or you can. Yeah, you'd probably have him at the two. Tobias Harris at the three and beat at the four and, and uh, Al Warford at the center spot. <laughs> Vice versa. Whatever you want to do. Regardless. That is a huge That team. is ridiculous. That's a huge starting lineup. Yeah. Huge starting lineup. Yeah, you put Jonathan Simmons, who's a you know great, uh, maybe not great, but athletic, very good NBA player, athletic, very athletic. Yeah, and he'll he'll be the shortest guy on the court for on that team. He's six six. 
which is crazy. Now, I think that Horford thing, if you really look into it, now you know Embiid has had an injury-filled career. He's never really had a full season. Yes. You have He gets hurt, you have Al Horford playing that four spot. I mean, that's, yeah, it's good. Even that's, times when you need you need rest, you have Al Horford there. That's right, because Embiid does rest a lot. And Al Horford, I think that they lost Redick as, they lost the Redick, losing Redick and his three-point snipers yes. is, is, I think, a big loss. But you gain Al Horford back, who does shoot the three from time to time. Definitely. And Ben Simmons now, bro, you have to learn how this, to shoot the three. This is the time. He, it, it, this is crucial. If Kawhi leaves and goes to the Lakers or goes to some other team in the West, yes. and if Ben Simmons can develop a three in what? What do you say? 30, 40%? What, what's, what's, am I asking too much for 40? Yeah. If, he, if he's over 30%, that is a, like a Sixers that, fan or I being think, on Sixers. I'd I think that's a favor for the for the for the East. I think they're the favorite yes. right now, to be honest with you. Without if Kyrie if Kyrie not Kyrie, probably if it's Kawhi like, is now with the Raptors. If the Kawhi is with the Raptors, the Raptors are the favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they lose they they lose Kawhi, then I can can see that the 76ers are going to be the favorites in the East. Definitely, I think one hundred percent. Actually, let's move to the favorites in the West or presumable favorites in the sure. West. The Warriors. It's a little sign and share with the Nets. They got D'Lo, four years, $117 million. They also got Shabazz Napier and Trevion Graham. I actually met Trevion Graham, very nice guy. Oh, very nice. Um, Golden State is sending Napier and Trevion Graham and, and cash, cash to Minnesota. Yes. And the Warriors are sending Iguodala and a future firster to Memphis. Which is so weird because remember Iguodala was on he was on what, I three think, or four days club, ago right I think he was on the Breakfast Club and said some not so nice things about the training staff saying that he played with like a fractured uh, what was it fractured foot or something or uh, I can't remember offhand but he, but play, yeah, he yeah. played with an injury that was clearly an injury that the doctors overlooked basically said you can go play still and clearly he was hurting. And Iguodal really kind of just told everyone how he was feeling, which I don't see how it's bad. How that isn't a bad thing, but maybe not on the number one of the number one radio shows on the planet, Breakfast Club. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. So definitely awkward. Now he's playing with Memphis, which is a one of the worst teams in the league. It's a very young team. They do have some... Jaron, uh, uh, what's his name? Jackson, and now they have um, John Morant. John Morant. Yeah, they got they got building blocks, but I mean, Eagle Dial is one of the best Warriors ever. Honestly, Think three rings, it. right? Yeah, a NBA Finals MVP. Yeah, that's true. He was part of the, the the start of the dynasty. Yeah, and honestly, I think there's rumors Memphis is going to buy him out, but if not, I think that's I a good fit that. because I they need a, they need a vet. They do need a vet. After getting rid of Mike Conley, Marcus All. I think that wouldn't be a bad fit, but I'm. What I've been reading, what I've been hearing, is they're going to buy him out, and most likely the Rockets are going to be number one. I saw Rockets or maybe Lakers. Wow, either of those teams. That's a good pickup. Miami Heat. Oh, we forgot Clay Thompson. Oh, oh yeah, five years, no biggie. One ninety max. One ninety max. Unfortunately, he didn't make the uh, defensive team this past season, so he missed out on the super max. He still yeah. got the max. And also, money, didn't what's his name? Uh, Carl Anthony Towns missed out on like thirty million because he didn't. Yeah, get he missed. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sucks. On a bonus too. Not even like you know, contract. right? Bonus. That money. sucks. Miami Heat, the biggest surprise. Oh, undoubtedly of the weekend. Jimmy Butler agrees to a four-year, one hundred forty-two million dollar contract. It was a signed trade from the Sixers to the Miami Heat. Sixers will receive, like we said before, Josh Richardson from the Heat. 
Mavericks will receive Kelly Olenek and Derek Jones Jr. as a part of the now three-team deal. The deal was like done, and then they almost they backed out and they said, "All right, we we need another person in there." Yeah. So, what is the reason for Butler going there, though? I mean, for honest? a team that has what you have, Drogic, right? Hassan White just got traded to Portland. And besides that, I mean, they have Bam Adebayo, who's a very good mm-hmm. up-and-coming center out of Kentucky. And I think that's kind of why they moved us on Whiteside, because they know like he's, he's starting potential. And even in late-game situations last year, because Whiteside can't shoot a free throw, Adebayo will be playing over him. So I think that's why they moved Whiteside. But just looking at this team, I don't think... I think if they scrape into the playoffs, that's like a win. What is it? We have Drogic at the point guard, mm-hmm. Dion Waiters at the two, Jimmy Butler at the three, Kelly Olynyk at the four, and Bam Adebayo at the center. And then backup, you have Justice Winslow, Tyler Oh, no, Mavericks will receive Olynyk. So no, no Kelly Olynyk. Oh, they're getting Olynyk. Yeah, and Derek so Jones then Jr. They're gonna have James Johnson or Justice Winslow at the four. You think that's an eight seed team? No, that team's shit. Definitely not. I think uh, you know why Jimmy went. Max money is max money, and he's a score. max money, and he's living in Miami, and he's just score a lot of points. Oh yeah, he'll get. He's like at twenty five. He'll have the green points. light all day. Oh no, absolutely. Drogic's getting his ass pushed back to the two. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Utah Jazz spending bucks for Bojan Bondanovic, four years, seventy three mil. Sleeper this year. I think that's a good pick for the Jazz. The Jazz team is is wake up. Boys and girls, the Jazz are in it to win it. Getting Conley. They have Donovan Mitchell. They have um, the two-time defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert. And they have Derek Favors. They just added Ed Davis, who's a nice big man, veteran big man off the bench, two years, $10 million. I like this team. I really like this team. And as we're talking about this, I'm just looking up their odds, over-unders for a win-loss in Vegas. And they're at 49 and a half. And I'm going to be honest, that's where I thought they were going to be. I, th- I thought they were actually going to... I thought they were going to be a little lower. And that, that when then if they were, I was going to say, hit that all day. But I, they're looking at like 50 wins right now. And I think that's a very good assessment. Obviously, you know, they got in Mike Conley, bringing in Bojan Bogdanovic, who's just a lethal scorer. And then adding Ed Davis for $5 million a year, which is cheap as hell. Cheap as shit. Good moves. I like Definitely it. good moves. And then throw Donnie Mitchell into that. Right. Lethal. The Milwaukee Bucks, they, I think, could be second tier when it comes to winners for this. Maybe no third tier because the, I would say the Nets, then the Sixers, then I would say Bucks. Okay. Bucks re-signing Chris Middleton for a ridiculous amount. Five years, 178. Well-deserved, but that's a lot of money for him. Yeah. They they have which I think is to be an awesome thing to watch this next upcoming season. The Lopez boys are back. That's right. Brooke and Robin. Brooke gets four years, fifty two million, and Robin Lopez kind of I really don't know his money his deal. It's probably a probably a two year. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess two year ten, two year fifteen. I don't think they've announced it they yet, announced but I'm pretty yet. sure it's nothing nothing too. Crazy. George Hill, veteran point guard. Three years, twenty nine million will be a bench guy, and they, yeah. are, they are, after they traded Malcolm Brogdon, they needed a uh, which needed I was guard. surprised with. I don't know why they would trade Malcolm Brogdon away, a rookie of the year guy. Can't afford him. 
I guess so. You're paying Middleton this money, and you got to pay on Kumpo in two years. Exactly. Right, that two year big contract. Yeah. Um, so they also I got Wesley we Matthews. Pay. Probably I don't know. Come on I think of that minimum. I'm pretty sure. For this Matthews. is a deep team now. You add Robin yeah. Lopez off the bench and George Hill and Wesley Matthews off the bench, dude. Solid for the number bench. one team in the East last year, coming out of the um, regular season. Definitely. I mean, I I think that Brooke Lopez signing. One good for him. He played his ass off last year. He deserves that money. He's got a three money. point shot now, Liam. The guy Bro, can shoot. What's what did he, honestly? What did he shoot? Ooh, stats bar. Get in there, hot. Um, I'm gonna say his wizard. Breaking news: Wizards to sign Isaiah Thomas to a one year deal. I did see that he was shooting thirty seven percent from three. For a guy who never shot three before in his life, and for a guy who's seven feet tall. I'll take it. Hell yeah. All day. Robin Bucks fan, I'm taking it. Other teams around the league, the Pelicans, like we said before, got J.J. Redick. I like that. And a veteran shooter into that starting lineup. Indiana Pacers get Malcolm Brogdon. That, that is a sign-and-trade. Four years, $85 million contract. <laughs> a lot of money for a guy who played a year and a half and then is coming off an injury. Rookie of the year. You got to put that in perspective, though. I do understand the injury thing. Uh, Indiana will send a first-round pick and two for future second-round picks to Milwaukee as part of the sign trade. Okay. Um, Dallas Mavericks, they re-sign your boy. Not my KP, boy. KP, Not my boy. Chris five years, 158 for a guy who hasn't played a full season in his career. And a 7-2 seven seven or 7-3-footer who's coming off a torn ACL. And getting jumped in love. Yeah. <laughs> getting jumped, getting knocked out in the face. Uh, they got they signed JD Barreto to a vet minimum. They signed Seth Curry, four years, thirty two million. Happy for this guy getting that kind of contract. Let's say Denver Nuggets, Jamal Murray, and Paul Millsaps. Murray was five years, five years, one seventy eight extension, and then also Millsaps was a thirty million dollar team extension. I'm surprised they opted into that Millsap injury guy. Yeah, but I like 30 mil a year for him? Yeah, it's a good he's a good player. He's a good player. I don't know about 30 mil though. But I'm I'm assuming they're really trying to work out an extension to keep him there for the rest of his career. Maybe. That's that's only way I could figure it out because you 100% could let him go and go to the free agent market and get someone his caliber for 20 a year. There Think is about guys Julius Randle's making 21 a year. And I would probably pick Julius Randle over oh, Millsap. I think Millsap's over Randle. Randle went for like 45 last year against the Lakers. I like Millsap a lot. I like Millsap too, but... Big boy in the block. 30 mil. I mean, he's, it's, it's been working for the Nuggets, so I guess roll that way, honestly. Next up, we got the Magic. Nothing real, too crazy. Nicole Vucevic, four years, 100 mil contract. Terrence Ross, he's re-upping there. Al Farouk Amino coming over from Portland. And then Michael Carr William with a one-year deal. The Kings. Bunch of names. Yeah, actually, I really good signs. I think Harrison Barnes. He, I think he had a twenty-five mil player option. He opted. He wants that long-term guaranteed money. So they signed a four-year, eighty-five million dollars deal. Did you see his Instagram post of him shooting the ball? And he, it was a missed shot. Yeah. That's so much balls. He doesn't give a shit. Nah, he's just about that money, bro. All about the bills. Uh, Trevor Reza, two years, 25 mil. I like that as well. Corey Joseph, three years, 37 mil. I like that as well. I think the Kings are doing a very good job. They have a lot of young talent. And now they're getting some vets in there to really round it out. And then Rashawn Holmes, two years, 10 mil. He's a solid role player, bench player. He's with the Suns the past couple of years. Raptors. Marcus Gasol. 
exercise his 25.6 million player option, which I would assume you would do after you oh. win a championship with the team, right? I would absolutely do that. And then Matt Thomas, he agreed to a three-year deal with the Raptors, 4.2 mil total. He comes over from the EuroLeague. In a little, we'll talk about someone going to the EuroLeague. Not sure why, but <laughs> Suns, Ricky Rubio, three years, 51 mil. When I saw this contract. Dude, that's so stupid. No, you don't like this? $51 million for a guy who can't really score? Yeah, true. I mean, he'll get you 10 assists a game. Yeah, uh, but his defense, uh, when I watched him play the, the Rockets in the playoffs, he was, he was guarding James Harden. He did the the whole maneuver, you know, the, the the new way oh, of covering bro. where he opens the left side, so we made him go left. I just realized that backcourt defense is going to be atrocious between him and Booker. Yeah, they're not defensive players. No, not Booker at all. Not even close defensive players. No, 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 no. not at all. Damn, um, I didn't even think about that. And Frank Kaminsky, two years, ten mil with the Suns, Trailblazers, Rodney Hood. Got paid. I kind of wish he would have got paid a little more after having that horrible injury in the playoffs. Two years, 16 mil. But I also have he re up with the Trailblazers. Mario Hazania agreed to one year league minimum. I don't think that's bad at all. I mean, he was with the Knicks last year. Blocked LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> but besides that, not too much. And then they also acquired Hassan Whiteside in that trade with the Heat that we mentioned these, earlier. W- these Wizards deals are not, not really that uh, exciting at all. Thomas Bryant... Ish Smith, not not really exciting guys here. No, no crazy names or anything. Same with Oklahoma City, New Orleans Noel returning to Oklahoma City. Mike Muscala agreed to a deal with them. Clippers got their guy in Pat Bev. Now they're just really working on getting Kawhi. That would round out that team, and I think make some instant contenders. Pat Bev's going to the Clippers, three years, forty mil. Mo Harkless is on her, on his way to the Clippers in the Jimmy Butler trade, and Lakers. Quiet, honestly, so far. They traded a lot of guys away. They're going to need to bring in a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. So far, only Troy Daniels to a one-year deal. Because it sucks because the Lakers have to... They are on Kawhi Leonard time. They have to be patient with him. It's one of the goal, It's the biggest name that's left on the market. You have to be patient. And the, the unfortunate bar being patient, you let other guys go. Yes. And that's Big what time. happened. There's These bench players like... Let's talk Gerald Green and Austin Rivers went to the Rockets. Those are two decent guys off the bench. I think Austin I saw, Rivers, I saw Rivers shit. I saw Rivers' name out there for the Lakers earlier today. Derrick Rose, two years, 15. That's another bench guy. He went to the Pistons. A lot of these guys, like these are decent players that come off the bench. Yes. And you're losing them because you're waiting and waiting for Kawhi. Maybe That's to right. round out this, this uh, free agent... Um... Frenzy, Jonas Valanciunas creased three years, $45 million to the Grizzlies. I thought he should have got more money, to be honest. Yeah, I think so, too. Maybe yeah, like there's a, well, Who's the other big man who, like, legit compares to him so well? Oh, Vucevic. Yeah. Four years, 100 mil. And then Valanciunas, three years, the 45. The difference is Vuce went to an all-star, all-star game. Yeah, all right, that's he's true. He's actually getting double-double numbers, too. Yeah, okay, okay. The body type look, yeah. they kind of remind me. The Bulls... Agreed to three years, $40, $41 million with Thaddeus Young. Good contract. I don't mind that. I don't mind that either. He's a player. He'll start, and they have a young team, so and need some help. Nikola uh, um, um, Miracic agrees to a deal with Barcelona. Barcelona. In the EuroLeague, where he, I think he's from, he's from Spain. Yes. So he's going back, but Liam, you have an interesting 
tidbit about what he could have gotten. So before Miritich decided he was going back to Europe, teams were looking at him in the contract range of about three years, 45 mil. So average annual value around 15 mil a year. The deal he signed with Barcelona is 7 mil for two seasons. So three and a half a year compared to 15, which he would have made it being in the NBA. What is happening? I don't know, man. I really don't understand. I don't know. I mean, yes, I get you returning to your home country. I mean, maybe, you know, honestly, that's probably good if money doesn't mean that much to him. It doesn't determine where he lives, where he spends his life. But I feel like there's got to be a little more to the situation. It's it's weird because he's a good player. Yeah, he's one hundred percent an NBA caliber player. Nowhere near a G League player. The comparison when he was the, the Spain version of Miracic is like the LeBron James of Spain. Yes, that's what coming out of Spain, coming to when he came to when he came overseas. To I mean, the United honestly, States. even next year he'll average easy twenty five in that league. Absolutely, probably hit thirty, almost great. close to thirty. Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't even think of that. Think if think if he resigned with the Bucks. That would have been a freaking good sign. They probably wouldn't. Probably would have. He probably wouldn't even touch the. It probably wouldn't. George Hill would have been the guy that probably would have been on the team. Yeah, because I think he's worth it on twenty twenty nine thirty million dollars, maybe a little more for Miracic. Definitely. That rounds out the huge list of the free agents that were signed on Sunday and going to Sunday uh, around midnight, 1 a.m., Monday Monday morning. But my last question for our NBA topic is, where is Kawhi Leonard going to go? Today, it's July 2nd. I feel like we're going to have another week or so before we we get figure out some news. He's he's visiting with just about anybody. Look, he's visiting with the Raptors. He's visiting with the Knicks. He's going to visit with the Lakers, the Clippers. I... Don't know where he's going to go. Oh, I mean, I know he's meeting with the Lakers, like you said. The Clippers, obviously the Raptors. I think. He did visit Niagara Falls the day after they won the championship. Not sure if that means anything. I think it means nothing. Liam. I think he's going to re-up with the Raptors for another year. Go year-to-year basis? I think just for this year. And then after this year, kind of see you know where that takes him, and then maybe next off season he'll sign a big deal. It's like a one year, like thirty million, one year forty. Yeah, something like that. Probably one year thirty. Isn't Curry getting forty million a year? I think yeah, I think his average annual is forty a year. Oh, Jesus, Christ. Chris Middleton's like a thirty-five seven or something like that. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. lot of money, bro. Should we take a quick break and then go into baseball, or because we, we basically have a lot, or do you want to go straight through? No, nah, let's go straight through. We'll save the break for. Uh, for our special segments. All right, let's talk some baseball. We have unfortunate news. Los Angeles Angels starting pitcher Tyler Skaggs passed away suddenly at the age of 27 in his hotel room. They're on the road. They're in they're in uh they're in Texas playing the Rangers. Their game was postponed for today. It was right now it's as seen it was a freak accident. There's police responded to a report that a that he was unconscious in his hotel room. He was pronounced dead basically at the scene. There was no foul play um, as of right now, being suspected. Uh, no sign of suicide at all, a suicide attempt. But this, invest- this investigation is beyond going. Tyre Skaggs has an up-and-down season so far in his, in his, in his uh, up-and-down career. 
He was drafted by the Angels out of, out of high school, traded in a big trade to to um, Arizona, and then re-signed in free agency back to L.A. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Skaggs had the last like three or four stars has been lights out, but it's so unfortunate because the kid is 27 years old. Just got married in the off season. Yep, just got married in the off season. The stories of his of his mother, how his mother was basically his pitching coach in the going up in high school That's and even crazy. college, just the high school. Like his whole life, she was the one who always kept track of him and pitching and doing well and being super critical about him and how he pitches. And the fact that his career has been cut short is extremely unfortunate. Horrible. It's very sad. Um, scouts, when he was getting scouted and, and before he got drafted, dirty curveball. I think he had a one five one six year rating in high school. Wow. Very, very good. I mean, I'm, I'm seeing a bunch of tweets from players, his own teammates, saying and people that played against him, best curveball I've ever seen. You watch his highlights, he has a dirty curveball. Pretty nice, 12-6. Maybe like a like a like a maybe like eleven eleven five eleven six comes straight over. It's nice, very unfortunate. And he was basically like the the veteran guy on that rotation. And that draft that he got drafted in, it was it was him. It was Trout in that draft. It was Grichik. Oh, it was a loaded draft. It was Garrett Richards for the Angels. They they had an amazing draft that year. Wow. Now you know Grichik's in, is in um, Toronto. Yep. Garrett Richards is. I think I think he's retired now. I don't know because he's had so many injuries. Like I think he's had two or three times. I had him on my fantasy team two years in a row. And he got hurt both the years. Me too. Me too. And then, of course Trout's Trout. But Skaggs was was basically that veteran guy in the rotation this year because they 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 added Harvey they had some other guys on that rotation through, through free agency but he was kind of the the statement as a 27 year old in that rotation it's unfortunate We're, we don't know what exactly happened to him we're going to find out I'm assuming the next two to three maybe four days from now there'll probably be an autopsy and we'll be able to see what actually happened to Tyler Skaggs but from all, from me, from Liam, Nurse Bill, Producer Stone, myself, we send our, you know, our prayers, condolences to the Skaggs family, his mom, and his new wife, now widow, unfortunate, but um, we just got to remember him, uh, in his his career, in that dirty curveball of his. That's right, absolutely. All right, let's get into maybe lighter news, exciting news for our Yankees. Wild game, Taylor. Game one, game two, both blowouts for the Yankees. Let's go. Yankees and Red Sox played in London. Who who would have if I told you the Yankees and Red Sox are gonna play two games what if and I there's gonna you? be an over under fifty runs. You know what? I w- seeing kind of too late how what the dimensions were for the for this uh for this stadium. It was three thirty down left and right field line and three eighty five center. That's a short center. Short center field and three thirty. That's Yanks, right? That's Yanks. Uh, three fifty field. Three fourteen down the right field line and three. I think three eighteenth or three sixteen okay, down so, the left field line. But still. But still close. Yes. Game one, seventeen thirteen Yankees. Yankees jumped on a quick first inning. Throw up a nice six spot. Shout out Ray Porcello. Yep. 
And then let's give a nice shout to Tanaka for getting oh, absolutely shelled in the first inning. Hey, six six tie. He made it a third of an inning more than Porcello. Nineteen hits for the Yankees, eighteen for the Red Sox, two six spots for the Yankees. It was and also two six spots for the Red Sox. Over four hundred pitches combined. You had a lot of pitchers pitch in both these games. Four first, Yankees got holds. How awesome is that? That's pretty sick. Shout out to these fans. Honestly, these fans came out and showed that there is some sort of baseball fans in London and overseas. Shout out Montreal Rays of Tampa Bay or whatever you're doing over there. Whatever. Whatever we're going to see next <laughs> year or two. The fact that this stadium holds 60,000 and it was jam-packed for game one and jam-packed for game two is huge for Major League Baseball. The shit-eating grin that the freaking front office, the commissioner's office, the, that Major League Baseball was put on their face when Judge hit a home run in game one. Yep. Holy crap. This is what baseball wanted. They wanted high-scoring affair oh, in both hell these yeah. games. That's how you get – because think about it. Think about now. Everyone's – oh, they were bored of baseball because it's just pitchers' duels and no one can hit it or all that. This was just they, – they're playing wolf ball out there, to be honest. It was awesome. Game two was a different story. Ah, not really. Actually, it was it was, it was another <laughs> o- offensive juggernaut for both teams. Yeah, Boston. Boston. You know, they had a hot start, but the Yanks coming in in the seventh inning with a nine spot. That'll do it. And DJ LeMayu is an all star. Oh, he's killing it, bro. I think, I think I last time I checked it was a four seventy batting average runner scoring position, but I think that's extremely oh. high now since he had a. Another two RBI, three hit game in game two. Batting three forty five. Three forty five with a slugging percentage of five thirty four and on base of three ninety two. He is a hitting machine. Tarpley, you know Steven Tarpley, that was his first major league start. And it was in London in front of sixty thousand people and it lasted one inning. Oh. Shout out to our boy Luis Sessa. Four I mean, he gave, innings. He gave him three nukes. I know. We can do. I know. It sucks. <laughs> Shout out to our boy, Luis Sessa. Four innings, four hits, two Ks. Oh, no Thank, thank God, Sessa. You freaking shove. Finally, for once, get that 4-6 ERA off your back. Damn right. <laughs> Eduardo Arias, five innings for him, two earned. Not a bad day for him. It's, doesn't that suck? I say five in the third innings is not a bad day. That sucks. He threw 115 pitches. So. Yeah, he was dealing. Trying Better to deal. than Tarpley, 23. I think I could throw more than 23 pitches in a major league game, Taylor. I love this. Though. Maybe I, not, I, I, lo- I love the whole London series. I thought it was so cool, super interesting. I like the early games, too. 10 o'clock games. Yeah, someday. I'm about that. I'm up by 10 o'clock usually. So 10 o'clock. Something I was watching watch. a little bit with my dad. It's like the London NFL games. Those Wake are, up in the morning, a little tired. You, you want to watch something, but you're not trying sip to... Sip a couple of brews in the morning oh. before your regular Sunday. When, before your real Sunday kicks off, you have an early morning Sunday. That's right. Oh, I can't wait for football to start. Can't wait. But two big wins for the Yankees. Next year, Cubs and Cardinals will play in London. Oh, that's a good matchup. Another, probably the, sec, the second biggest rivalry in baseball. Definitely. Love it. Shout out to our boy. Let's get over to the next topic. Shout out to our boy, Anthony K. Long on native, Warbill High School alum. It's going to the 2019 Futures game. That's right. Me and Taylor are both teammates in different sports of him at some point. Really? What was the sport you were in? Uh, first to sixth grade, played basketball together. No way. Yeah. Was he a good shooter? He was what? He was, he was, he was the best shooter on the team. Of course he was. Of course he's the best athlete in every game. <laughs> yeah, I played senior senior high school. Played this, play some ball. I have a on record. I walked once in tryouts. He threw like a pen. 
And he, oh, you took in a bat against him? Yep, live live AB. We did a, no way. We did I didn't know about this. But he, he was he wasn't throwing as hard as though. He was he, he was, was throwing as hard as Taylor. He was throwing as hardest. Oh no, he I wasn't. He was touching. throwing his hardest. Yeah, probably throwing his hardest. Yeah. <laughs> let's uh, just let's tell everyone that. Let's go. Yeah, with that. let's go with that. But I walked full count. Oh. Yep. Good eye. Didn't catch up to any of it. But walked. I'll, I will go on record until the day I die. I'm 0 for 0 against him with, Bro, a, with a walk. I'm what's your OBP? 1,000. You got 1,000 OBP against the kid who's about to be pitching in the major leagues. Yep. And he's going to be, be, sho- be shoves in the Futures game. Oh, we'll, yeah. We'll be watching. Definitely. Let's go into All-Star Weekend. The rosters came out. Starters, reserves, and the pitching. The all, and all the pitchers came out. I have a real issue with. I this. got some bones to pick. Let's talk about our Yankees. Lemayhu starting and Gary Sanchez is starting, and we have another. We have one more Yankee in there with Araldis Chapman. That's it. Luke Voigt should be in there. Snubbed. Not even a question. Gleyber Torres snubbed. Yes. What the fuck is going on? How does Whit Merrifield make the freaking team? I will give you this. Whit Merrifield, good hitter. Good hitter. Yeah, but look at his numbers. They're not even comparable. Torres is like 19 homers. He's he's better slash numbers than Listella and Whit Merrifield. Yeah, both of those. No, starting roster, starting lineup for your American League, Gary Sanchez at the catcher's position, Carlos Santana, LeMahieu, Alex Bregman, Jorge Polanco, your outfielders, Trout, Springer, Michael Brantley, and DH is Hunter Pence. I like that from Hunter Pence, kind of coming out of the grave a little bit. New roster, new Bro, team. I love that guy. Psychopath. Ever since I saw him playing San Fran, I always loved that guy. He's my dad has a jersey. Dad has an away jersey. World oh, no Series, way. Away World Series gray, Ooh. Hunter Pence. Is it fake? You bet your fucking ass it is. But who cares? I've worn. What's a fake jersey? What's a real jersey? They're all being made in the same spot. Someone's just selling them for more money. Wow, that's a good way of looking at it, right? Reserves: James McCann having a career year. Yeah, he's killing it for the White Sox. Jose Abreu has also made it for the White Sox. Daniel Vogelback. I'm here. I've been hearing you guys talk about. I've been hearing you talk about this guy a lot. He just hits moonshots, right? He does half swings and hits moonshots. Tommy LaStella for the Angels. Fuck you. Matt Chapman <laughs> uh, arguably could have started for the third, third, for third yeah. baseman spot. Francisco Lindor, I have a bone to pick with that guy. Good good season, but Glibertor should be That's there. That's a name right there. Cause he, yeah, he's pl- playing Cleveland. Santana's there. you got to have exactly. him there. Your, these are two guys that you love to have him there. Uh, outfielders, Mookie Betts, Joey Gallo, Austin... Meadows, Whip Merrifield, who plays outfield, can also play the second base position. And then your DH for the American League team is J.D. Martinez. Fair. Big pitchers. I mean, the biggest name I see, I, I love seeing this, is Marcus Stroman. Hell yeah. He is the best Blue Jay on that team by far. And I would say, no, probably Vladdy Jr. is probably up there with him as talent-wise. But Stroman, yeah. love it, Long Island guy that he is playing on this American League roster. Verlander too. Shout out Verlander. Shout out getting Verlander in there. getting there. Others, Jay Green, ex Yankee. He has a under one ERA as a closer. That's ridiculous. I do not like the fact that Luke Voigt, Lira Torres, you have Bogarts who's having an amazing year, not in it. He is. Jose Barrios having a very good year pitching wise. And Max Kepler, those are my five oh, guys. Honestly. 
that I'm not Ke- in the Kepler bucket. should be on there. Ke- oh, also, I didn't imagine. I didn't even put it in here. Um, what's his name? Right fielder. I can't now. Um, Eduardo. Yes. What? Uh, no, Eddie Eddie Rosario. There we not go. Not in there. What the fuck is that? That that should not happen. <laughs> it shouldn't happen. It's it's ridiculous. Now let's go into the National Oda League. Rizzi. The Oda Rizzi didn't make it. I like that. Have we see him pitch this year. Uh, I've seen him pitch multiple times, but not. I, I, I don't. The think... Yankee series. Yes, he did pitch. Yeah, he I don't pitched? think he did well. Oh, that's right. We didn't talk. Uh, yeah. Let's get past that. <laughs> yeah, let's get past that. I'm gonna go. Let's just go into the National League, and then and there's snubs, and then I'll go into the bone I the the bone I had to pick. All right. With this fucking stupid selection. Looking at this Sunday. starting lineup, I like it. This starting lineup is definitely better than the American League. Yeah. Starting lineup. You have Wilson Gutierrez behind the plate. Freddie Freeman, love this pick. Kentel Marte, yes. 20 home runs. Have the best season of his career. I think his career high home runs is like 14 with the D-backs. Mm-hmm. 20 right now. My boy. Oh, I was, was going to say your boy. Nolan Arenado. My second favorite player, Javier Baez at short. Outfield is stacked with dingers. Christian Yelich, your former MVP. Cody Bellinger, who could be the MVP for next season. And can't get girls from stopping running onto the field to hug him. So you can't stop him at all. That's like two in a row. I think it was two in a row. Yeah. Um, and then rounding out that is Ronald Cunha Jr. at the outfield spot. That's a stacked lineup, bro. Stacked. I for, for me, I when I did my voting, I had voting, I had Charlie Blackman in there as the starting okay. over over Acuna. But I like I like how MLB wants, a, MLB wants the younger guy in exactly, there. I guess exactly. I, I also think that's a little bit of a favoritism. You love Blackman. I do love Blackman. Uh, reserves: Yasmani Grandal and Romuto as your catchers. Peter Alonso, go for him. Good for him. You, there's three Mets on this on this National League squad. Who would have thought? Peter Alonso. You have Josh Bell, who just hit three home runs tonight. Mike Mustakus having a career year playing second base, which a lot of guys thought. Be hard for a guy who's been a career third baseman, yeah. who is a thick guy to begin with. Chris Bryant and Anthony Rendell, your third baseman, your shortstop, Paul DeYoung, representing the Cardinals. Trevor Story, Charlie Blackman, David Dahl, three other Rockies, including Arenado, and then Jeff McNeil. Go for Jeff McNeil. He's playing who, out of his mind. I, I, there's listed as an outfielder, but he should be the starting second baseman for the New York Mets. No. Yes, yes, yes. Pitchers, Sandy Alcantara. Suck it. I don't care if you made the All-Star team because you were a Marlin. I don't know you. Get off the roster. Sorry. Um, rest of this pitching staff is ridiculous. Walker Bueller, uh, Luis Castillo, Jacob DeGrom, Kershaw, Hunter Ryu, who I think will start the All-Star game. Max Scherzer, um, Mike Soroka, Soroka for the for the Braves. Dirty player. He has like an under, under two-year right? He's around like the 1-7, I think. 1-8. One, Snubs, though. We have an issue. Max Muncy, Manny Machado, those guys should be in the All-Star game. Okay. Tatis Jr. is having a, I know he's a rookie. He's having an amazing season right now. Reese Hoskins and Anthony yes. Rizzo. Yes, yes, Two yes, other yes. first basemen that are having good years. Uh, real quick, Sandy Alcantara. Yeah. <laughs> it's not great, Taylor. What's, what, 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 what he's 4-7 and seven yeah. with a 3.86 ERA. And a 1.4 whip. And if you have a 1.4 whip, you cannot be an all-star. And that's my point. They couldn't find anyone else better on the Marlins? 
I'm going to go into right now, Liam, and I want you to put your helmet on because I might be throwing shit. We're ready to go. You ready? You, you strapped in? Strapped in. Yep. You just put his imaginary helmet on. <laughs> Why in the world are we still doing this? We're the only team, only sport in, in the four major sports that has to have a an all-star, I'm putting air quotes here, all-star for every every major league team. Sandy Alcantara, Marlins, the sole Marlin all-star, shouldn't be in it. Let's talk all the guy. Will Smith, left-handed reliever for the Giants, the sole all-star. Kirby Yates, he's having a good year. Padres, he shouldn't be representing the Padres. It should be Manny Machado. That's right. Let me get into more guys, if you, if you, don't, mind, if you don't mind. Hit me with it. Hit me with it. Um, who else do I have on my list here? Oh, that's right. John Means, Orioles, fuck you. You should not be on the All-Star team. You have so many more guys that are better than him. So many more. Daniel Vogelback should not be on the All-Star team. The Mariners are 30 games under 500. Tom Lestella, you have 14 home runs, which is doubles what you have in your career. Shouldn't be on the All-Star team. Shouldn't happen. You shouldn't have a, an All-Star for every team. It shouldn't be like that. It's called an All-Star game for a reason. You are, are an All-Star if you have all-star numbers. Now, I know Shane Green's got a nice ERA under one. I think it's a 1.8. I mean, I'm sorry, a 0.8, a 0.6 maybe. Okay, he's an all-star. But you need Luke Voigt in there over Daniel Vogelback. Luke Voigt, single hair, almost him and Torres and Sanchez carried this offense, and LeMayu carried the offense with the two big boys, Stanton and... Judge out of the lineup for almost half a year. Explain to me how. Am I wrong? No, that's all facts. And just looking at the Marlins roster right now. Yeah. I mean, Sandy Alcantara has a better batting average than two starters. <laughs> so that's not great. What's Brian Anderson like? All right. So Brian Anderson. See, I was looking. I was looking for names. 255, 11 home runs, 38 ribbies. He had a better year last year as rookie year. What about Castro? 230, five home runs, 33 ribbies. I don't even know who else is on the team. I mean, you know Lewis Brinson, prospect yes. who's coming up, but he's he just made the 40-man roster. He's only played in 27 games. Last year he played a ton of games, too many games. He batted like under 200. Yeah, I mean, they have Miguel Rojas, who's a bright spot. He's batting 287, but then again, zero home runs, only 23 ribbies. So there's no one else. So no one deserves. So no one deserves. deserves. That's what I'm saying. No one deserves. Yes, and it's very hard for me to like find a team to like say like, oh, I could get you know see a way this guy gets in. Now I understand basketball. You have 12 guys to a roster, right? I understand you're not. It's impossible to get everyone on a team. Yep, impossible. Football. There's many teams last year that didn't have a pro bowler. Yeah. Right. Why? Why are the? Why is baseball different? Why do they have to? It's like the. It's like the participation trophy crap where everyone's got to fucking win. But but they didn't come up with this game in the eighteenth, nineteenth century. They came up with it this century. Like, I mean, other way around. They didn't come up with century. it right now in twenty nineteen when everyone's so worried about PC culture and everyone gets a trophy and everyone's a winner. Correct. It came out when. You kill someone to win, and you play your ass off, and it doesn't matter if the other people, you know, 
go into a horrible depression because they lost. They lost and you won. That's all that matters. So I don't understand why we still are including bad. Why why is Sandy Alcantara on this team when Manny Machado is and Bryce Harper is? I know Bryce Harper's not playing as great, but if you're gonna put a crappy guy on, put a big name who's gonna get views. Max Muncy, Reese Hoskins, Anthony Rizzo. You got me fired up about this now because it's it's <laughs> worth getting fired up about. All right, John Means. Let's look up this guy's year. Okay, you know what? He's having a good year. Oh, he is? Yeah. Uh, I wish he really wasn't because I really had a good point. Seven four, two fifty 250 ERA, 13 okay. games started, 17 games pitched. So he's like, he has 75 fucking innings. So he's a, he's a reliever. Don't. Reliever slash starter. But I don't care. He shouldn't be in it. There's better guys. Jose Barrios is a better player than him. Not even a question. And this is something I just realized looking at this list. I don't know if you will know better than me. There's four lefty pitchers on each team. I feel like that's normally not a thing in baseball. Usually there's like two. But maybe just because it's the All-Star game they did that. I guess, I guess so. it's, it's starters too. So Like guys that, are, guys that okay. should should have made it. Ryan Presley led his first run of, like yes. in May. Yeah. I think like a 30 or 35 inning scoreless streak dating back to last year. Yep. But a lot of other hit like Tom Lestella should not be in it. Vogelback should no, not be no, in no, it. No, no, Should they? It shouldn't happen. I don't care if you're ever a career year. There's better guys than you. There's better guys than you, without a doubt. So I mean, Sandy Alcantara, congrats. But your 50 fans who go to the Marlins game and freaking Marlins man, who cares if they see you? Give me Manny Machado who just signed a freaking 300 million dollar deal, and he's having a very good year. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. I I, I was listening to MLB Network, and you know how you know like Dwayne Wade and Dirk got in, like the the veteran, like like that. I didn't like that either. I respect it because I respect I Dwayne Wade is one of my favorite players ever. I really respect Dirk. I think he's he's always been a great guy in the NBA. He's always nice when I see him talk, but it it still kind of just felt like almost like a pity throw. Like a pity so, throwing. Th- there was uh, Ken Rosendo was talking about it on MLB Network. Okay, talking about Harold Reynolds didn't. I think Harold Reynolds liked the fact that every team has an all star, and yeah. Ken didn't. You have you should be if you're an all star, you should be an all star. He also mentioned, would you want to have each team have one standout rookie and one veteran player on each roster? Like the standout rookie would be for the National League would be like Peter Alonzo or or Tatis, right? One of those guys. And then for no, the veterans. I think, it, I think it waters it down too much. The veteran, what, you want to see that game? They have a futures game for a reason. If right. you're in the big league and you're not good enough to be an all-star, you're not good enough to be an all-star. And it's the, cut and, and dry. That's would be simple. like a, a, a Sabathia for the, for the American League. Yeah. Donald, nationally. But then they were talking about how the NBA has the Rising Stars game. Exactly. And put, they do the futures. But the futures are minor league guys. So you're futures. saying like uh like in the NBA they do it. They do uh freshman versus sophomore. Right. So your rookies and your sophomore year. Against your sophomore. I think it's also different for baseball because you can have twenty seven year old rookies. True. And also Peter Alonso is definitely worth an all star having yes. leading the yeah. the world in home runs. So maybe that concept is kind of out the door. But there needs to be a change with the All Star Selection Committee, and has has to change it where 
Look, you're, they're going to do the they're going to do the the final vote stuff probably in the next week or so. Yep. And it's going to be it's going to be impossible for certain guys not to make it because the list is going to be too stacked. That's right. Because last year Honestly. Rosario should have been an all star. Eddie Rosario he went up against Stanton last year. Stanton was an all star. Yeah. What do you Stanton do? had a great year, but like it can't happen. That's right. Yeah, can't happen. Other big event going on All Star Weekend Home Run Derby. You have Vladimir Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Carlos Santana, Peter Alonso, Christian Yelich. Josh Bell, Ronald Cunha Jr., and then there's two spots left. Luke Voigt. Luke Luke Voigt. If you're listening to this, you have to go in. You have to beat Peter Alonso. Establish dominance. Establish dominance in New York. I mean, honestly, I just want to see the guy hit nukes. God, he's a man with you. Who else would you want? Luke Voigt and who else? Bryce Harper. Just, I know, I know, he's having a crap year, but I like he the way won he last swings year, the bat. So he, That's what I mean. He run last year, he could be, you know, kind of running, runner, uh, not runner up, uh, defend his title. Exactly, defend his title. So last month on June first, I was at work at the fan, and I was had some downtime, so I tweeted out my own 2019 home run derby, the guys I wanted. It was Joey Gallo, Derek Dietrich, Frank uh, Framil Reyes. Daniel Vogelback, Nolan Arenado, Luke Voigt, Josh Bell, and Peter Alonzo. I got Bell and Peter Alonzo correct. The two spots left, I would love Luke Voigt and Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo hits fucking moonshots. He's already in the All-Star game. Why not have a guy that's already there playing it? True. Look how many All-Stars are in this home run derby. Santana's an All-Star. Alonzo's an All-Star. Yelich, Bell, and Acuna are all all-stars. Guerrero, I understand why he's doing it. Youngest guy there. Screw it. I have nothing else better to do. I'm not making the all-star team because I haven't played that long in, the, in this season. And Santana, local guy. Local guy. You got to have a guy in there. Yeah. I think that Voight and and uh, Joey Gallo need to be in it. If it's not those two guys, I would love my boy Arenado and maybe Vogelback in it. Vogelback's Vogel, an all-star. If you say Vogelback, yeah. Vogelback's just a fat dude and just hits bombs. He would be like, uh, remember the, the Josh Hamilton show he put on at Yankee Stadium? Like that. Uh, he would just be hitting shots. Half swinging it, shots. Yeah. Nick Swisher style, half, half oh, swings. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Half swings. All right, real quick. That was a, you have, do we have any more baseball? You want to say this? For next pod, oh, I'm just gonna give one little tease. All right, one before tease. we go. So uh, obviously, this may this pod was mainly about NBA free agency. Next pod, you'll hear me do my. I don't even. What was I calling it? Ooh, penalty pe- minute. Yeah, penalty minute. Penalty three minute. Minor, major penalty. Whatever we're going with. I'm gonna give a whole breakdown on all of you know the signings, the trades. Draft picks, everything that happened in the NHL. But real quick, just wanted to end on one note. Made me actually laugh out loud today. I'll go scrolling through Twitter. Yeah. Carolina Hurricanes pop up, and they put out a poll. Okay. The poll says, will we match the offer sheet for Sebastian Ajo? Great young player in their organization. Two options. Okay. Yes and we in French, which means yes. Yes. <laughs> so yes and yes. So, yes so they're yes. matching it. Wow, trying to be corny. I don't know. I like it. I like the way they told everyone. So, yeah, on next pod, we're going to have uh, easy to do is minor, major and minor penalty. Probably major. There's Probably a lot major. of information. He's going to say a lot of fast signings in under whatever, whatever the, the minute is. Ma- uh, well, major is five minutes. So f- under do five. I just say every single signing as fast as I can and try to get it in in the five minutes? 
I'd be impressed. I think you can do it. All right. Maybe I'll look into that. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we got special segments and a nice happy anniversary segment coming up right after the break. Welcome back. It is special segments time. Let's kick it off with happy anniversary. It is happy Bobby Bonilla Day. On this day, July 1st, every single year, Bobby Bonilla, former Met for, I think, one year. He had himself a decent decent career. He's kind of a outgoing personality in his playing career. He will receive received his ninth payment of one point is exact one point one million one hundred nineteen thousand two hundred forty eight dollars and twenty cents from the New York Mets today. He will receive sixteen more annual payments on July first through twenty thirty five. That 25 payments were a settlement that dated back to 2000, which was worth around $5.9 million. And with a nice solid interest rate that raises up every single year, and it gets deferred over and over and over again, and now he's going to be making a ton of money from this. So, Bobby Bonilla, congratulations. You are Stealing from the Mets every single year. I wonder what he puts this to. I, I, I read a, not read, I watched an interview from like four or five years ago. So then he uses it for his mortgage. Well, I'm sure that mortgage has been paid off by now. So he's got to be like gambling or something, right? What is he doing with all that I money? I mean, honestly, that's just every, every July 1st. All right. What Fun money. Doing, what am I doing with this million two? <laughs> what am I doing? He's with got it? all year to think about it, right? How he's going to spend it. Other guys with deferred contracts, you have Chris Davis for the Orioles, had that mega deal years ago. I think we saw it was $42, 45000000 million deferred. Yeah, I think yeah, I think for 42 So he's getting paid from, I think, now to about... 2032. It's around $3.5 million deferred, I think. Well, once his contract's over to 2032, yes. It's three and a half deferred, and then once from thirty two to two thousand thirty seven, it's one and a half million per year. Ridiculous, but good for him. It's good for him, dude. I love this. I mean, the fact that this guy is just stealing money from the Mets and he yeah, hasn't bag. played since two thousand one is incredible. So happy Bobby Bonilla Day. And he's also mm-hmm. uh, until twenty twenty three. He only has a couple years left of this. Okay. He's on a separate deferred money plan in- involving the Mets and the Orioles. 500 G's a year. God, he's just living <laughs> he's, lifestyle. Bro, he's man. making, yes, he's making roughly 2 million a year from the Mets and the Orioles. Jesus Christ. Other guys, like we said, Chris Davis, Man Ramirez has a big deferred contract. Um, and also, Ichiro Suzuki, when he got his contract. He has like 25 million there, right? 25 million with a 5.5 interest, uh, interest rate to it. You got the ex- extension on 2007 from the. From the uh, Seattle Mariners. Yes. So it is looking good for those guys. Let's go with a stat with Stone. Without Stone. Stats without Stone. That's right. You want it? You you got it. All right. Yesterday, five NBA players agreed to terms on the largest contract in franchise history. Kevin Durant's deal with the Nets is the largest ever for a player changing teams in free agency. Tobias Harris's contract is the largest for a player who has not yet made an all-star game. Wow. Tobias Harris, 180. 
over four years or five years. Chris Middleton, 178. KD, 164 over four. KP, 158 over five. And Kemba Walker, 141 over five. First of all, I got a bone pick with Tobias and Harris and Chris Middleton while we're talking about them, Taylor. Go ahead. You didn't get it off your chest before? I did not. I don't believe I did. So Tobias Harris and Chris Middleton, both. That that 180 was over five. 180 over five, okay. Tobias Harris and Chris Middleton both re-signed with the t- uh, teams that they were with last year. Both of them mm-hmm. wrote Players' Tribune pieces why I stayed. I know why the fuck you stayed. You're getting, you're getting paid $180 million. Yeah, it's not they, out of love. How they wrote the pieces is like they were Kevin Looney taking five mil a year to stay with the Warriors because that's the team that drafted him, and that's the team that has brought him to where he is. Right. Like, go off, King. Go off. If, you, if you're writing something like this, you better be freaking taking a pay cut, staying in a place that's not good for you, like, oh, I'm a team guy. I'm here for the team. No. Here's why you stayed. 180 mil smack a ruse right hey. in your face. Totally happy for him. No, 100%. Make that money, take the money, get that bag. But don't make it like, oh, I'm such a good guy. I'm staying on help at this team. Like, they paid you a shit ton of money. That's why you stayed. Pretty ass. So that's our stats without Stone. A little thing to add. The NBA spent $3 billion on Sunday. Woo-wee. Total $3 billion. That's a lot of money, Taylor. All right, we got a would you wear it. We got some Supreme shit. What do we got? All right. First up, well, we're rounding down the weeks on Supreme. We have week 19 coming up. For those who know, it's going to be on Friday due to the 4th of July. Mm. Uh, Supreme does not drop on 4th of July or any hot major holiday, usually the day after. So this is going to be the first Friday drop in, two, in a year, actually. So far... Only one thing has came out of what we're dropping. And what is that? It is the Supreme and Cressy Snorkel set. Fucking snorkels. Look at that, Taylor. Snorkels. Legitimately some snorkels. Snorkels. For how much? Uh, No price out yet. I mean, I would probably say 30 to 40. Just, you know, offhand. But the snorkel set. Oh, boy. That's freaking ridiculous. We might be we might be more up there, Taylor. What? So the Cressy normal Hold on, I'm trying to match it which one this is. Oh, okay. So the Cressy panoramic, panoramic wide view mask dry snorkel set is the base model they're using and then add on the price for, you know, the Supreme collab. Without the Supreme collab. Oh, don't tell me it's over. 50 bucks. So with the collab, this thing's going to be like 70, around 70, I'd say. Well, you have a water gun, Supreme water gun. I don't sure. have. Billy oh, has. Billy has. Nurse, Nurse Bill's Bell. got the water gun. I used it this past weekend. He oh, it pool, was awesome. He had himself a pool party <laughs> for his birthday. Oh, that's right. It was, it was a lot blast. of fun. That was a lot of fun. Your boy had some sipping to do. He, some sipping? He, I was sipping. <laughs> I was sipping a little bit. We all were. It was a good time. But uh, I would never buy that in a million years, $50. Honestly, I wouldn't either. That's just stupid. Mm-hmm. Unless they say they're announcing like a very, very, you know, limited quantity. If it's a limited edition. Exactly. Then it'll be worth flipping. But I don't know about that. That's something you'll buy for 70 and you'll be lucky you get out of your hands for 60. 
All right, so what we got next? Next, we have Golf Wang. Golf Wang. You probably don't know Golf Wang. You know Tyler, the creator, right? I know. I actually know Golf Wang. You know is. Golf Wang? Yes, I do. I know, I, All I've right, seen so stuff. Main brand, it's called Golf Wang. I don't know why. Everyone calls it golf. Tyler, the creator, he's a rapper. He does uh, music uh, videos. He does just regular content videos, just doing random stuff. Mm-hmm. But his brand has really blown up recently, and this is going to be the first drop, first major drop from his brand. Releasing Ooh. over probably like 100 different items, everything from jackets to T-shirts to hats to tote bags to wallets to skateboard decks to chairs to tents, everything. So I, definitely I, crazy. He has a, a very different style. It's very unique. Very unique, very bright colors. But I have some things. Uh, we're going to call it Liam's List. Okay. There's the Blue Flame Shorts. I don't know if you can see them there. They're water yes. shorts. I'm I, telling you right now, those are going to resell like freaking crazy. Those are going to sell out ASAP. Are these bathing suits or these shorts? Bathing suit. Okay. So what? I just said water shorts, yeah. Also, socks. They got the flame chair, like a little uh, foldable chair. I got my Supreme chair already, so I need a chair to pair up with that. Ooh. Uh, dog leash. God damn it. If, if that's over $30. I'll no, no, no. Usually, he doesn't like tax on his stuff. Usually it's fair price. I, I'm thinking the dog leash probably 18, 20 bucks. Jesus Christ. Which is expensive for a dog leash, but I'm saying the last do dog th- leash I bought, I paid $12. What for. do you think of these sunglasses? I don't like the style. It's a very weird style. I don't like that style. I like a classic Ray-Ban style. Those would probably go for like 40, 50 bucks. Nothing crazy. The biggest thing on this list I am going for, Taylor, the neck pillow. Really? Yes. And that's going to be what? If, what do you think it's going to be? I'm hoping thirty bucks. And why? Why do you? Why do you want that so bad? I've been in the market for a neck pillow. I like neck pillows when I'm flying or traveling. Yeah, it keeps my neck nice and sturdy. I hear you. I hear you. So yeah, you get me a uh, a fancy one because a lot you go to the airports they have them just gray, black, classic colors. This one's got some polka dots do you on ever it. Get weirded out like, like I know they're like they're. I, well, they're, they're basically brand new pillows every single time, right? They're not reusable pillows. No, 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 definitely not. I just get the weird feeling that, like, oh, I'm using someone else's pillow, but I know it's brand new, but I still have the <laughs> weird feeling. Hey, you never know. Someone might have used it, right? What seat do you like on the plane? You're in a three-seater, middle, middle aisle, or window? Ooh, I mean, honestly, I'm not really too picky. Mm-hmm. I'm not a middle guy because, like, I got kind of long arms, so it's... I'm, I don't, a, I don't like, I'm I, an aisle guy. I don't like having the fight. You're an aisle guy? I think I'm a window guy. My dad's like Taylor. Don't be an aisle guy because you don't want you're you're a different you're in an area where you can get hurt. You can get you can get knocked around by the the flight attendants walking. Oh, that car, bro! Car can give you can tear your arm off. <laughs> They're you know? coming high at that, Coming right in high. the knee. But I like the easy axis. If I have to go to the bathroom, unbuckle the seatbelt, roll left or roll roll, roll that's right. That's right. I'm, that's I'm ready right. To go. See me. I usually I don't really ever go to the bathroom on planes too often. Ooh, I'm so a guy. I'm, I'm a plane sleeper. You put me on a plane, I get some nice headphones, like a nice podcast or something in, I will knock instantly. So that's why I like the window seat, because I could just, I'll, I get my neck pillow, I get my other head pillow, and I just put it right against the, you know, the yeah. sidewall of the plane. I'm going on a trip later in the month to California. Oh, and did you have to pick your seat? I actually don't know what seat I'm in. So this is a surprise. Well, what are you flying? Oh, Alaskan Airlines. I can't help you there. I was going to say, I would say like the major five airlines I know, whether they're, you know, you pick your seat before you, uh, when you book the ticket or whatnot, but uh, yeah. yeah. Um, 
I would say that I'm definitely a an ILC guy. Okay. When I when I when I went on to Minnesota at one time, I got a first class ticket. Never been to first class before. How was it? It was awesome. I had some cheesecake, had some everything. So, um, yeah. What's our next? Um, what'd you wear? I I kind of love the topic. Next up, we're gonna be talking anti social social club twenty nine SS nineteen Taylor. Can you say that? Like three times fast? Anti-social social club. Anti-social social club. Anti-social social club. There's no way you can do that. <laughs> Anti-social social club. God, I can't even say that regular time. <laughs> so they're dropping on Saturday, July 6th at 11 a.m. I didn't talk about golf before. They're dropping as well. July 6th, 10 a.m. though. So anti-social social Oh, my. I, bro, I can't even say it now. Once you said say it three times, I'm so confused. Anti-social social club. There you go. Their brand. They have been known mm-hmm. to be very, very, very bad at shipping. How bad are we talking? Uh, people who ordered in December are just receiving their orders now. Oh, that sounds like the Baller brand. Just like Big Baller brand, yeah. They take six, seven months sometimes at a time Why? to ship. I mean, I've ordered from them once, as have you know, uh, me and Christina together. And did, did, we, I, did, I, did I just see you have a sticker? Theirs? Yeah, I do. That's what I'm saying. I order from them. Right. But um, but I think we got it in like three weeks, a month. Really not too bad. So, you know what? I don't know. I'm probably still going to get some stuff anyway. But real quick, I'll run through my list of stuff. We got a bird hoodie. I mean, all their stuff is honestly the same. In the top left corner, it says Anti-Social Social Club. And then on the back print, basically the whole back, it says Anti-Social Social Club. How much are these sweatshirts going for? Not a lot. 40, maybe 50 at most. 2 million followers on Instagram. I didn't know they were that big. They're, yeah, I would say they're low-key big. Um, but they got a hoodie, uh, you know, and has the text on the back, text on the front, a bird. One looks like a Saab, you know, the Saab logo mm-hmm. with yeah. the crown flipped upside down. They got a hoodie like that. They also have a flask. They got flip-flops, and they got a beach towel. Ooh, I, I would probably go for the hoodie. I like the hoodies. The hoodies are definitely nice, and they're cheap. They're good quality. They last. Um, honestly, I'm probably going to go for the towel. Maybe the flask because I can resell it. Besides or, or that, use it. Nothing to, I, even better, I'm right? Drinking, come Especially on. Especially Anti Social Social Club, they aren't too expensive. So that's stuff like it's not like you buy something where like crap. I need to sell this to make my money back. Like right, twenty thirty bucks, not a big deal. So that is what you wear it for this week. We got a big Friday and Saturday coming up for anyone who's trying to make a little money. Let's move on. Our last segment of the night came through dripping. Came through dripping. So we introduced this last pod. Wait, 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 wait. Last pod. pod. We're going to be talking about all the athletes who are coming through dripping, whether it's them and the physical outfits they're wearing, whether it's them getting you know a new shoe deal, whether it's them debuting a new player exclusive shoe. Like right now. Like right now. That's right, Taylor. We have the Nike Zoom Freak 1. For those who don't, if you don't know when I say a Greek freak, you don't know who that is. Well, you, you shouldn't should. be listening to this show because that is like sports one on one. Honestly, in this well, day of age, if you don't know who it is. You can continue listening because you'll learn more. <laughs> That's right. That was a better approach. So, a couple of days ago on June twenty eighth, Nike announced Giannis Antetokounmpo's first signature sneaker in three colorways, all bros, which is orange, yellow. And blue. Honestly, it was like an Oklahoma City Thunder color. I don't know why they did that. A regular black and white color, and then a roses color. They're going to all be retailing at 120 which is right in the middle of the line for Nike. 
because you have LeBrons, which usually retail for 175 and then you can go all the way down low to uh, like Kyrie Flynets, which will retail anywhere like 110 to 120 So I would say it's pretty much right in the middle on the Nike signature shoe scale money-wise. Wow, this like Oklahoma City colors are pretty bright. Definitely. I like the roses a lot. It's just white, big gold swoosh. And the biggest thing about this, the swoosh is backwards. Interesting. Is there a reason There's why? no signature sneaker that has a backwards swoosh by Nike. Huh. And the only shoe they've ever released with the backwards swoosh, the Travis Air Jordans. So maybe Giannis saw right. those and yeah. maybe got some inspiration for those. I like the black ones with the like the sky blue or like the teal. Yeah, yeah, blue. yeah. I like that one probably the best. Not a fan of the red. And if I'm if I'm feeling ballsy and I feel I feel like I want to ball out, I might go for the orange ones. Okay. Might might, but I I like coming through dripping with the blue and the black. The blue and the black. Okay. Yeah. Definitely a different design. Definitely different. Um, I would say not normally. I would I would are imagine people, Nike, you know, to do like this. Are people roasting the shoe online? People are not roasting. I would say most people are are liking it. For sure. me, well, Taylor, is this a cop for you? You think you'll pick up a pair? If yeah, if if I really wanted, to, look, if if I was in need of a, buying a basketball shoe, I'd yeah, probably go yeah, out and maybe yeah. get this. Well, I, I like Lebron's too. I really do. You like Lebron's? I really do. Okay. When when it comes to Nike, I would say I'm mostly a Kyrie. I'm not. I have you know two pairs of Kyries, yeah. but like those are the ones I feel most comfortable in. But these look pretty similar, just in structure and size and uh, the when heel length. The uh, internet like destroyed Steph's shoes at first. Oh, absolutely killed him, especially when he released the low version. And they were like the like dad, dad shoes, honestly. Right. But now dad shoes are in. Not That's dad the thing. Shoes right. Honestly, 120. Would you would you buy them, keep them, or buy and resell? What, what do you I think? don't I don't think these are reselling. Really? You know, why? Because they're just too new? They're just all general. They're going to be all general releases. Because they're going to put, especially these three colorways. You know, gonna, I think you should do is if you if you buy one, keep it. Do not do not open it. Do not do anything with it. That's and then right. And when he wins another MVP yeah. or, or gets a title, that thing's going to go up in value. Like, I'm right thinking away. the roses or the all bros, the orange and blue colorway. Those are going to be the best bets. The black and white, I think it's just too generic. To yeah. where it looks like any other black or white shoe, but maybe the roses one I might be interested in, in picking that up. But also, like you said, I'm not in the market for a basketball shoe. We don't play nearly as much basketball. But you know what? It comes that day. Maybe my my paycheck's a little fatter than I expected. A little thick. Exactly. Then you know, maybe I'll I'll splurge. I'll Just treat myself. Treat yourself. I'll get the Zoom Freak ones. Not too shabby. Not too shabby of a shoe and not too shabby of a pod. That's right. We are just finishing up. Any last words? Liam. Sir? Nets. I was trying to drink there. I'm a drink. I was trying to think there. I think you're drunk. I have one beer, Taylor. Come on. I'm sorry. Sorry. (laughs) One beer. All right, that's it for this pod. We'll see you guys on Thursday. We'll talk top three. Oh, yeah. We'll talk um, a... Old school segment we haven't done in a while of um, hard turn to the left. Yes. Oh, if uh, producer Stones around, around he'll be very excited for that. I think so. I don't know if he will be. I think he'll still be um, in DC. For oh, work. he's still traveling. I think so. But we can we can get one rolling. 
So that's right. Happy July Fourth, everybody. Yes. Stay safe. Enjoy we, fireworks. Yes. No JPP accidents. No, no. Let's let's please no. If we can't <laughs> get one in for this July Fourth, we'll definitely get one in over on on Monday next Monday. So enjoy this one. We'll post it, of course, on all social media platforms, and we'll see everybody on Friday or next week. Happy July 4th. That's it. Peace. Hey, I was doing just fine before I met you. I drank too much, and that's an issue, but I'm okay. Hey, you tell your friends it was nice to meet them, but I hope I never see them again. I know it breaks your heart Moved to the city in a broke down car in Four years, no calls Now you're looking pretty in a hotel bar in I, I can't stop No, I, I, I can't stop So baby, pull me closer In the backseat of your rover That I know you can't afford Bite that tattoo on your shoulder Pull the sheets right off the corner of the mattress that you stole from your roommate back in Boulder.